Välkommen till Eurovision Queens. Nu är det dags för ännu en Melodifestivalens special. Let Eurovision Queens begin! Welcome to Eurovision Queens, a podcast that explores and celebrates the glory that is the Eurovision Song Contest. Hello, I'm Andy. And I'm Ryan. And what are we here for today, Ryan? Well, we're here to talk about Melody Festival in Heat 2. Oh, yes we are. We had six more songs and performers on Saturday night. And we're going to review each of those in turn. And what else are we here to do? Well, I think we also need to at least make reference to the three songs that have been added to the pool of performers that will make up the Eurovision 2024 final. Three more. Three more. These Saturdays are getting crazy, aren't they? They are crazy, yeah. Should we dive straight in with that? Go on then. What order are we taking them in? Well, I think it's hard not to talk about this one first, and that is Finland's choice of Windows 95 Man. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. (laughs) once seen never forgotten i mean i think the fandom is mostly united with the idea that um probably saras basola should have won was in second place a woman singing a ballad but no they've gone for the silly eurovision song route is it clever is it postmodern this reminds me of something from the early noughties and i can't remember which one it is it's sash or snap or something beginning with s beginning with s <laughs> and it was a nightmare back then uh-huh. and it's just noise again now it's odd because i feel like um there's the guy in the windows 95 t-shirt and he's wearing sort of like horrible flesh colored underwear mm. and he then gets the jeans shorts the jorts as you called them the other day yeah and then he's flashing around it with his sparks and all that stuff but he's not like the singer he's just like kind of just there to perform because there's this guy in a big coat who's the singer yeah he's like the hype man yeah it's so weird and a lot of eurovision fans are saying i can ask you the question (laughs) is this the problem when you give most of the vote over to televote obviously it's what the people want but are the people right wow and we remember very well, don't we, the reaction to Loreen with the 50-50 jury and televote score. And she felt strongly in both. But suddenly they're like, oh, no, we must make it all televote. And yet there's these people who are saying quite openly, oh, no, this is what happens when you give televote more. So this is why it has to be in balance, people. I think it was 70-30 Finland. Gosh. So, yeah. Do you really want a no rules future? Do you? <laughs> Do no you? rules future? Yeah. I'm calling it. <laughs> anyway, and if you've got anything else to say about Windows 95, man. It might grow on me. Really? You oh. sick bastard. Cha-cha-cha did. I didn't <laughs> no, like it to begin with. so much better. Yeah, but... This is just a novelty bollock song. It's a lot of noise, isn't it? So much noise. Next up, I want to talk about Latvia. We have a singer called Dons singing the song Hollow. Bit of a power ballad here. What are your thoughts? I've not heard this for that much. 
It's a bit shouty, but at least we're starting to get some more regular Eurovision songs. Yeah, it does feel <laughs> like that. I think he's genuinely got passion for the song. I think he was perhaps over singing it in the national final performance that he did. Yeah. Because he was wanting to win. But um, he's got through, so you can calm it down a bit and just be a bit more confident in the performance. Yeah, maybe. have a bit more fun with it. Yeah. Yeah, I but, think it's got potential. Yeah, I quite like it. I think after a while I'll know it really well. Yeah. And like it well. And then finally we have Italy. Lots of talk as ever about San Remo because it's the multi-day music event. Lots of discussion about whether Mahmood would get through. Lots of discussion about artists that didn't win as much as that did. There's a lot of controversy about whether a man would win, whether there'd be any <laughs> women featured in the top five. Well, in fact, there were several. And we have a female winner. We have Angelina Mango singing Lanoi. And are we going to hear a little bit of that? I think we ought. <laughs> So what are our thoughts on Lanoi? It's very different to what Italy have done in the last couple of years, isn't it? It is, isn't it? And it's a bit of a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think it feels fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you think about it, you can imagine as the days start getting lighter and the weather starts getting better. Oh, yeah. This, this is, is only going to improve yeah. when, you know, come May, when we might not even be dressed up in multiple blankets because it's so <laughs> frigging cold, that this will be quite nice. Yeah. The song is called Lanoi. Do you know what it means? No. Boredom. Oh. <laughs> Which is quite down, but this is the first first verse. I'm just going to read the lyrics to you. The drawings I've made, I stay here and I look at them. None of them comes alive. This page is lazy. I'm in a hurry. And they tell me that life is precious. I wear it on my neck, head on. My necklace has no pearls of wisdom. They gave me the colourful beads for messed up girls with traumas to unravel little by little with age. And yet I'm happy as a clam. Look, zero dramas. I may change cities again because staying still makes me, makes me. And then it's bored, 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 right. bored, 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 bored. See, the, it, that doesn't really fit the tempo of the song. It no. sounds way more jolly than that. But it I guess does. it's quite a fun, like, oh, I'm bored. Yeah, it is. Sort of. Yeah. yeah. So that, like many other songs, hit the top of the Eurovision scoreboard app immediately yeah <laughs> um, it's still since fell down a bit because Ukraine's climbed back to the top but it's this thing that keeps happening isn't it that they go straight to the top and then they fall but, yeah but I think it's a strong entry yeah I think so obviously it might get hindered a little bit being the big five so it doesn't get as much recognition from the plays for the semis and things like that but then Italy doesn't really suffer with that that much because it always does well regardless of that yeah, and I can see this one doing well still. Yeah, I can, yeah. It's modern. It's dead modern. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that concludes our chat on the latest performers who we know will be appearing at Malmö in May. I'm sure by the time we release this, there'll already be another five songs or so. Yeah. Oh, we've also got that little snippet of Oli Alexander's, didn't we, this week? We did. We should talk about that. Yeah. 
So, Dizzy, Dizzy. I think it's going to be okay, you know. I think it's not anything amazing, Mm. but I think it's quite catchy and I think we'll we'll get on with it okay. I think so. Oh, the other thing we haven't talked about is the fact that so many of the songs that we chose in our Estee Lau episode did not get through to the Estee Lau final. Yeah, we're watching you, Estee Lau. We're not happy. (sighs) We're not happy. (laughs) We lost Vetevheim. We lost Wunderbar. We lost Laura Polvedir, Where I Draw the Line. So many good songs. Mm. And some bullshit went through. Ewart and the Two Dragons. I mean, that was just awful. We didn't even rate that at all, did we? (laughs) Shows what we know. But at the same time, I listened to those songs that we put on our our top five. So we're rooting for serotonin. We are rooting for serotonin. I think it's going to go to Five Minust and Pulup. Oh, that was a good one too. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Yeah, we had it up there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's enough Estee Lyle talk, the Estonian national final. It's time to go to another national final. This is what we're here for. It is. It's our main event. It's our Heat 2. It is Heat 2 of Mellow 2024. Now, one important aspect of Melody Festival and that we did discuss in our preview episode, but didn't discuss in the last heat, mainly because we had too much to talk about, mm. is the fact that Karina Berry and Bjorn Gustafsson are the presenters this year. There was a lot of excitement about this, wasn't there? There was, as we explained in our preview episode, because of the song that Bjorn Gustafsson sang to Karina Berry, saying he was in love with her years ago. It was a a moment in Swedish television history. Mm. And to find out they were going to actually be presenting together was a big deal. To summarise, it was a leave your husband and marry me thing. She did leave her husband, but she didn't marry him. No, she got another husband. She's with Eric Berry. Yeah. (laughs) And... In Heat 1, there was a big joke about how he was obviously going to try and make a, a move on her and he had gifts for her and then her husband walked on the stage and it was it was very amusing. I actually think Bjorn Gustafsson is funny, even though I know I'm not getting the jokes because it's all in Swedish, but there's a few bits I can pick up on. But what was really weird in the first Heat yeah. was that he wasn't there for two thirds of the show. He didn't come out until the interval act and then he had an interval act bit mm-hmm. and then that was almost it. But Heat 2 was the same. Heat 2, he was in, in the, in the back intros room. a little yeah. bit. But there's this weird power struggle sort of thing going on where he's sort of the secondary presenter. And I don't know if it's because he's not been presenting as much recently. So he's still I think he's just there gradually the, coming back. I think it's because he's there for the humour. So he's got the carefully prepared bits. Because there was that um, award, you know, the Hall of Fame award for that. And he doesn't do anything in that? No, he read out, he read out this... He didn't give it do anything, did he? He no. gave it to the guy to read. He doesn't do anything. Yeah. He's doing the bare minimum. <laughs> but maybe, I think maybe there's going to be a gradual ramp up. And okay. hopefully by the finale, it'll be more of a co-presenting. My feeling is that it is funny, but we just don't know the jokes. We can't get the jokes. Not enough with our Swedish. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough about Galina and Bjorn. slightly racist way of saying their names um we're gonna get into the acts aren't we we've got six to get through yep we're starting with song number one who is it it's maria sir with when i'm gone
So that was Maria Sir with When I'm Gone. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like it. It's a contrast to Never Give Up from Mellow 2023, which got through to the final. It didn't fare that well in the final, did it, in the end? I think she didn't give her best live performance in the final. Yeah. She is more comfortable doing bangers, I heard. Right. Um, so this is more her comfort zone. She had that strong ballad last year, but this is very much more where she feels happy. And I think you can tell it's a confidence performance. But I, I did want to just bring in your comment that you made during the week that like she's all dolled up with a costume and everything, <laughs> but you have an issue, don't you? Well, she's got this really good sort of catsuit on Yeah, that's all green and glittery. But then everything else is very plain look. So it almost looks like they didn't have the time to do hair and makeup. <laughs> but I think she's probably doing it so she's a bit more... Accessible? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, because she appeals to more age groups, I Maybe. think. Yeah. But it just needs a, a bit... I want some drama. I need a headpiece or something. Piece, yeah. You? Or just a powerful eye or something. I don't yeah. know. It just... I remember watching this and seeing like, oh, okay, this is a dress rehearsal thing and they've not done all that yet. But then it's like she's just got a simple ponytail mm. and it doesn't fit the performance. Okay. That's it for me. Okay. I know it's a really... I'm splitting hairs like um, Michelle Visage or something here. (laughs) But it's just... Yeah, it just doesn't quite sit right with me. Also, I want to mention the light show, which I thought was really cool. It reminded me of Marcus and Martinez. Yeah, it's it's the Marcus and Martinez air package, isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it is. Applied to Maria Sue this time. Yes. So that does help the song. It does fit very well. Yeah, I think it's a strong pop song. I think it's fun. The more I hear it, the more I like it. I'd be interested to hear the studio version as well. Yeah. Because I think her voice will be just a little bit punchier. Yeah. It just didn't quite punch through enough yeah. in the performance. But that could have just been nerves. Could have been. It, it's a good song. I yeah. don't think it's brilliant. I don't think it's like top flight. It's, it's not reinvented the wheel in no. any way, shape or form, no, it really has it? No. But I can also imagine us getting quite excited when they play this somewhere. Yeah, me too. I think we're going to have fun to this out in the clubs. <laughs> yeah. And I also woke up singing this one a bit this morning. I've listened to it two or three times now, so it is starting to get into my head. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm that basic. (laughs) I'm not going to deny it. So moving on to song number two, which is Engman's Capel singing Norland. So I have a question for you. Do you know where Norland is? No. Okay. I thought it was a a place in your mind or in your spirit. (laughs) No. It's an actual place. It's an actual place. It's the northernmost largest and least populated of the three traditional lands of Sweden, Ah. consisting of as many as nine provinces. So this serves as a tourist information. Come to Norland. So it consists of the majority of Sweden's landmass. It's 60% of Sweden is Norland. But only 12% of the country's population. And I know there was a bit of um, controversy about the fact that none of Melody Festival and Heats have been in Norland. Mm-hmm. Considering, you know, this is all of Sweden. This is mellow. Okay. But... How many arenas do they have? That's not exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. 
so I don't know. But I f- I'm fairly sure that um, Orn Skull's Fick, I'm fairly sure, or Orn Falls Fick, I'm fairly sure they had one last year as the last heat. So maybe they have had them in previous years. Right in. I was looking for lyrics of this song so that I could read them to you, but I couldn't find a translation, which was disappointing. Well, if Anna Corgadar was here, she'd be telling us to put this in chat GPT. She would. She's not here. Instead, <laughs> I'm looking at the Swedish and I was thinking, I kind of can translate some of this. Uh-oh. So, jag packad min rucksack. That means I packed my rucksack. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, for Aventure Vantad Nagonstans. So that's for an adventure, because an adventure was waiting. I can't remember what Nagonstans is. Um, but some of this I can just translate. I mean, no, 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 Norland. It's not saying no, 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 like Africa of Tipoli. But um, it's it's just, yeah, Norland is the place. Yag Sakna Norland, which is I miss Norland. Oh. Yes. I long for home and I, I will return till Baxteel. I will return there. Yes. So I get a lot of the song from the words. Well, well done you. Thank you. Thank you, please. Apologies to our Swedish listeners for me saying the words very badly, but at least I understand what they're saying. So, Norland. We've talked about the prof- <laughs> the area. We've talked about the lyrics. Tell me what you think about the song. Oh, it's a bit of a bunch of dads having a good crack at a song, isn't it? Yeah, in a village hall. It, yeah, it'd be fine <laughs> in a pub, just having a, like, a knees up. Yeah. On a Saturday night. Yeah. But this is the Eurovision stage. Yeah. And it's not a big enough sound for it. It's fun, but it's sort of an interval act more than mm. a... It does feel like an interval act, yeah. It's good to have diversity in music, to have different styles, but I feel this is just in there to make up the numbers and that no one has any expectation that they'll, it'll do anything. Yeah. So... It's a fun little ditty. <laughs> it is. It's fun, but it's it's too light. Mm. Maybe if they wanted to be taken a bit more seriously, they should be in jorts... With sparklers or screaming about trying to send a fax or something like that. I'm quite pleased that they're not. <laughs> um, just to tell you a bit more about the band, they consist of Pa Engman, Dede Momquisk, Jocke Blomgren, Jorgen Antonsen, Pelle Larsen and Pepper Lindholm. I tried. <laughs> and Engman's Capel, I think mean Engman's Chapel but they've had a lot of touring success and they do often play in village halls <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's why it felt like they were coming from one yep anyway that was song number two let's move straight on to song number three which is Dear Sarah with The Silence After You I'm so sick but I'm better started climbing the ladder they say don't look so I don't look down Oh, I saw you Gonna rise up from this burning ground Gonna raise my voice and shout it out Cause I know you wanted me to drown In silence, the silence So what did you make of Dear Sarah? I don't rate the song very much. It's an okay song, but it's very by numbers. 
but I really like her voice. Yeah. I really wish she was singing Maria's song. Okay. Like her vocal range and pattern is just more unique and I think that would have been a really good combination okay I think it's a very pleasant song I think she sings it really well and she's got charisma compared to Lisa Ajax an awful liar I much prefer this mm, actually yeah because it's got a bit more range and it's it's a bit more playful I suppose yeah Having said that, of the six on the night, this was one of the two I forgot about afterwards. I felt like this one held my attention more yeah. than Love Me When I'm Gone. Yeah. Or Miss Me When I'm Gone. I've seen I've forgotten what it was called. What was it called? Love You When I'm Gone. Love You When I'm Gone. It's called When I'm Gone, just the same. Or just When I'm Gone. Yeah. But yeah, I see what you mean. It, it is fairly forgettable. But I think if we listen to this a few more times, oh, yeah, we'd, we'd be, be totally into it. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. So, just to tell you a bit about Dear Sara, it's the stage name of Sara Nutti. She's a Swedish Sami artist, and she participated in the only season of Sweden's X Factor. They had the X Factor, but they, I think Swedish Idol was bigger in Sweden. This is her first time Melody Festival, probably the first of many. Once people debut, they tend to come yeah, back, don't they? That's what it feels like, especially when they're not like a big... If they get all the way through to the final, then they only do it once. But if they sort of stumble a little bit, then they tend to come back a couple of times. And there's almost like a feeling like... You need to get not, one under your yeah, belt. before you do well. Yeah, before you get taken seriously, yeah. yeah. And before people vote for you, it's an odd thing. It's either the Cornelia Jacobs path where they already know you, so you go straight through and yeah. you bulldoze it, or it's like... You have to ramp up. Yeah, you have to ramp up and do mellows. a few, and the next time you go, you'll be a bit more successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next song, which is C. Joe with Ahuma. So be careful how you live your life, you go better for you tomorrow, for tomorrow. So that's Sijo with Ahuma. So this is very much taking the Panatos slot in this year's Melody Festival. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a party song, isn't it, really? It's just a feel-good sort of let's all get up and have a little dance song. It is. I think your mum would like it. She would. She'd vote for it. Get up off the sofa and have a little shaker thing. (laughs) Don't want to think about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. It's not particularly performed very well, though, is it? Oh, I don't know. I feel like we're sacrificing vocals for having a bit of a good time. It's about feel good, isn't it? It's not about... It's not really a serious contender. It's just about (laughs) having fun. Exactly. (laughs) But there's a place for that, I think, in Melody Festival. And we did really enjoy Panatos in the final. But that's because the crowd went wild. Yeah. Even though we didn't really like the song yeah this is Sijo's first melody festival okay and i read an interview online where he thinks that my, he said i think my presence in the song itself and also the whole setting is going to engage the crowd and he, i want my music my sound to make people happy and just getting a good vibe you know whether you want to relax you can play my song because i have those types of vibes as well my background is in afrobeat afro pop but i'll definitely be doing fusions mm. so Sijo on his song ahuma and it is that really isn't it it's a little bit of a palate cleanser i suppose yeah. Yeah. So we're moving straight on to song five, and this is no stranger to Melody Festival. And this is Liamo with the song Dragon. No matter what happens, I won't say my dragon won't run away. I'm breathing fire. 
Okay, so that was Liamo with Dragon. Yeah, not bluffing. Not bluffing and not his last breath, which was the previous oh, one. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, yes. So a returning artist. <laughs> Absolutely. And he got to the final both times before. So what do we make of this performance? It's a good performance. I'm not convinced by it personally. It's not one of my favourites, but I can see it doing well. Yeah, I mean, I think but... this, to me, this arrived on stage as the winner of the heat almost as soon as he opened his mouth and like I only had a tiny snatch of the performance before but it's like a song that you feel like you've known for a long time that's yeah. how I feel about it it's it comes through really powerfully in that sense but then there's a sort of an obviousness that comes with that that you feel like oh well, I know this song already yeah so therefore it doesn't take you anywhere new it's really accomplished it's got a good message, you know, about slaying your own dragons and, you know, he's enough as who he is and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good fire stage show stuff. Mm-hmm. And the vocals are good. Yeah. It's got yeah. a good beat. It has got a good beat. You can tap your feet too. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'm very much like, mm, that's pretty much it, isn't it? It's like, well, I could get behind it, but I also feel like you could do better. Okay. <laughs> it's just not original enough, hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we want something to surprise us, but we don't want someone to bring us Windows 95. That's too much of a surprise. There's a middle ground and this doesn't quite venture into that middle ground enough. Yeah. But yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then we move to our final song of the episode and indeed of the heat. And we have Flocken Snusk with Unger and Fria. Okay, so that was Frocken Snusk singing Unger and Fria, which means young and free. Oh, Yeah. This is exactly what I mean when Dragon didn't quite do enough. This does something just a little bit weird, but it's not completely inaccessible. Yeah. So I enjoy this. It's a bit crazy, but not too, too crazy. Yeah, you know it's my favourite of the night. That's my favourite of the night, oh, too. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Important background on Frocken Snusk. She is the one of the pink balaclava, whose identity is not known. Part of the Epadunk scene in Svelia. Uh, you were telling me about this when it was on. Yeah, it's a kind of a movement that grew in 2022, I think. And it's about kids who are of a certain age, adolescents who are driving around in A tractors, they're called, and other slow moving cars that they're allowed to, to ride around the countryside. Yeah. Um, so they can get to work and do stuff. And it's part of and having the windows down and playing music out of them. But the music is kind of different. I wasn't expecting it to be this folky. Mm, yeah. Because this is absolutely my folk bag of like really fun (laughs) crazy violins and stuff and melodies so it's not for me i think it's for like 
15 to 25 year olds really and you did say that and it was reflected in the votes it wasn't was, it wasn't it that yeah. was the one where i got the 12th from yes so you so were feeling very i was i was like i got this i understood <laughs> why it got the votes um the lyrics sing a song for the summer because we're back again and now the fuse is blown we'll make history again on all the meadows we stand on our hands because we're going to tear the whole place down stamp our feet on the roof we're going to shout loudly so everyone hears and we can do something nude just love to get the hate take my hand and sing as a choir because we're going to live every day, wake some life in the whole city, hit the pedal and feel free. And when the morning came, you just wanted to sleep in. We hit the pedal and felt free. So that's part of the epidemic thing is just getting in the cars and driving around and feeling the freedom, the youth. And that's what the song's about. And the, a lot of the staging is all very Swedish sort of the, the, traditions. Yeah, the dollar horses. and Yeah. And the Mayflower things. Oh, yeah. On the back, those little um, maypole maypole type yeah. things, yeah. yeah. There's those in the background as well, so it's very much leaning into that yeah. tradition. And then off its tits on sugar. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I thought that might appeal to the kids a bit more than it did, but it didn't enough. As it, we're going to talk about the vote shortly. But something that was actually very current in Sweden, this song. Mm-hmm. But is current going to be a fit for Melody Festival? And you know, in terms of votes. Because maybe it's too of the moment for the regular mellow audience to respond to. Yes. Yes. So anyway, Frock and Snusk, which means Miss Filthy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe if you're a Swedish viewer and you're listening to her sing those words, which are quite controversial, not massively controversial, but it's like saying we're going to do what we're going to do. We're youth and we're going to have fun and we're going to bang on doors and stuff. it can be a bit threatening to the older generation, can't it? I think so. So I think it's going to get, you know, that's... It's a bit divisive. Yes, in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So it's time to move on from the songs to talk about the scores. Well, what we know is that Liamo went straight through to the final with Dragon. So we'll be seeing him perform at the Friends Arena in Stockholm. No surprise really there when they no, announced that, was it? it wasn't. But that's kind of what was almost disappointing about it because it just seemed so obvious. Yeah. But then what was perhaps less obvious was just how many 12s were received by Maria Sur. All of them, including like the 75 plus in the telephone vote. But she didn't get the 16 to 29. And no, and that was because of the epidunk correct age for to be voting for that song. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, Ungur and Freya got 12 from 16 to 29s. It also got 10s from 3 to 9, 10 to 15 and 30 to 44. But after that, like the older generation were not having any of it. Yeah. No. Songs that did better with the older audience. Well, no surprise that Norland did better with the older you got. 75 plus gave it 8. <laughs> Telephone gave it 10. Silence After You, again, was also liked by the older audience more. 45 to 50. Well, 45 to so 75 plus all gave it 10. Mm-hmm. Ahuma scored like moderately well with most age groups, but wasn't going to be enough for the final result. No, there was no dead last place like there was last week. Was no, there? no, it was, it was much closer. So going out, definitely we had in last place, we had Eamon's Capel with Norland. Then it was Sejo. So that means the two qualifiers um, to the what used to be called the second chance are Diasara and Frock and Snusk, with Diasara just getting through in that position above Frock mm. and Snusk, and Maria Sir going through in first, so going through straight to the final. And I'm worried now because I've got two that are in the runoffs that I want to go through. And they are? Alisa Lindstrom. Lindstrom, and now Frock and 
Drus. Snusk. Snusk. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm the same. I want both of them. So I don't know what's going to happen now for the next three weeks. But as you always say, we'll have those songs forever to listen to. And it is already on my playlist. Good. Happy to know. As soon as that went out on Spotify, that was on a playlist. Yeah. You had it on in the kitchen. I did. <laughs> I was enjoying bopping along to it while I was cooking tea. Yeah. <laughs> Driving along at five miles an hour with the windows down. Yeah. <laughs> the 16-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> As if. Yeah, so that was Heat 2. Shall we just have a quick preview of Heat 3? I think we ought. So the ones we really do need to talk about, they're singing out to us. Obviously, Cassiopeia. Yeah. Who's singing Give My Heart a Break. In sixth place. Oof. That's good. And of course, we love her from a few years ago when she sang... I Can't Get Enough. Yeah. And she also co-wrote Lorene's Winner, Tattoo, didn't she? Clara Klingenstrom. Yes. We talked about... She was 2021, I think. Was she? I liked her a lot. Yeah. Got big hopes for her. Her song, Oldsvig Mare, which means Nevermore. And I think another person is someone who we should know as well, who's singing I Won't Shake, brackets, La La Gunilla. (laughs) (laughs) That's one to watch out for. So that's Heat 3. We also have Jacqueline, Kim Cesarian and Cloudy in that heat. So that's taking place on the 17th of February on Saturday at the Vida Arena in Vecre. All right, now we've just got enough time for our brandish new feature. Yeah. Brandish new. Brandish new. (laughs) It's not quite new. (laughs) This is I'm Up In Spaceman, in which we share tweets or comments that we've seen on the web about Eurovision that we think are Up In Spaceman. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I'm Up In Spaceman. First one I've got is on Twitter. The way you all turned your backs on Latvia this year is nasty, in capital letters. Hollow is a solid ballad. Don's live vocals sound exactly like the studio version. Okay, calm down. <laughs> I think that just means that it didn't... Have, have we all turned our backs on it? Well, it's or not we just very not... high in the Eurovision scoreboard app, is I think what it means. Right. Well, it might be a slow burn then. Yeah, but it's quite a strong reaction there. Mm. <laughs> He's definitely up in space, man. Mm. Have you got one? I've just got one in relation to Windows 95 guy. Oh, or, yeah. And that is... I expect that juries are going to destroy this entry. I support juries. Juries are cool. (laughs) So obviously that's in relation to the 70-30 split. Yeah. And obviously, I guess also it will get through theoretically the... Yeah, semi-finals. Semi-finals because there's no juries. Yeah. But that's just mainly because everyone hated juries for bombing songs before. And now how quickly we've forgotten... Well, we haven't forgotten. We haven't forgotten. No. Fucking juries. I've got one more, and that is on Twitter. This is Finland's Sasha Velour Rose Petal moment. <laughs> this is in respect of the Windows 95 song. How that can possibly be ascribed to that song or performance. For, you, for so, those of you who don't know. I was going to say, yeah. the, the Venn diagram of Eurovision and Drag Race fans probably has got quite a large overlap. Yeah. But for anybody that doesn't know, yeah, Sasha, Sasha Velour has one of the best lip syncs yeah. of a finale ever. Yeah. With the rose petals yeah. falling out of her wig. Yeah. Season nine? I believe so, yes. Yeah. And it, it's a... It's just a moment in TV history. Yeah. I can't quite see this being like... The top moment of all of Eurovision of 
of ever, but... No. We'll wait and see. Yeah. Terrifying. Simply terrifying. <laughs> Someone feels very passionately about this performance yeah, already. Yeah. So there we go. Okay, well, that's all from us for this episode. We'll be back next time with Mellow Heat 3. It'd be great if you could talk to us on Twitter at EuroQueensPod. Find us on Instagram at EurovisionQueens. And email us at EurovisionQueens at gmail.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Eurovision Queens. If you enjoyed the episode, I know that Andy and Ryan would love to hear from you on email, Twitter or Instagram. Better still, why not leave them a review on Apple Podcasts so that other Eurovision fans can find them. 